Hi, this is Stay, and I am your host, Takesha August. On this podcast, you'll hear conversations and content dedicated to trust, love, and honoring our intuition from birth to motherhood, from work to womanhood. Collectively, we will be cultivating peace, joy, confidence, and community, the foundational elements of thriving in a well-lived life, and sharing some laughter along the way. Here's to new patterns, healed hearts, and becoming the masters of our own self-preservation. You are invited to stay with your heart, with your body, and with me. Welcome. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Stay. I am so excited. This has been a working of my heart for about three years now. Actually, longer than that. I'm telling a story. (laughs) Longer than that. Probably about six years ago, maybe a little bit longer than six years ago, um, the idea to create a podcast of my own came to me and it was going to be called something different. Um, I think at that time I was going to call it the self-preservation podcast because I was going through a very difficult season of my life, which was the antithesis um, for the most part um, for the work that I'm doing now with my business. (laughs) So I'm just so excited to have you here. It is my intention to have some really rich conversations, um, brief conversations with myself, with just useful nuggets of information to support you in whatever phase of motherhood, of life, of work you might be in and have some awesome conversations with people that I respect and whose work I love. Um, And maybe even a few dicey conversations. I don't know. Stay tuned. (laughs) But I'm so glad that you're here. And I just wanted to share a little bit about who I am and why you should even care to listen to anything that I have to say. So my name's Takesha. Um, I go by Takesha August on the internet. My given name is actually Takesha Adams. So a lot of people don't know that. So, you know, this is a little insider tip. If you are here listening to the podcast, you heard it here first. Actually, I think I've mentioned it a couple of times on Instagram over the years. But I, um, throughout my own spiritual journey, throughout my own journey home to myself and the definition or the defining of what that meant for me, I went through a process of reclaiming myself, of uh, doing the work to find the the period of my life where I felt um, the most in need of connection. Um, and for me, I was a little girl. And part of my story is that I was raised by my grandparents. My mother and father were living Um, but they were teenage parents. And my grandparents, my mother's parents, um, decided to adopt me at birth, actually, so that I could have, you know, the legal things, you know, healthcare and all the necessities to make sure that um, a human being is well cared for in um, America, in the United States. And 
the season of my life where I have the most memory of having a deep longing for being claimed, having connection, and really the the part of my life or the season of my life that really defined who I wanted to be when I grew up, the work that I ended up doing in the world, and how I showed up in just about every relationship that I've held, whether it was a romantic partnership, a friendship, a work relationship, or even my relationship to um, learning. So I was about um, six or seven, and uh, my my mother had my brother, and my brother and I are six years apart, and she, you know, was very much an adult by that time, and had my brother and was marrying my brother's father, and I thought it was the time for me to finally be connected and reconnected to a um, what I considered at that time to be like a normal, like a normal family. I will have a normal family. I will have a mom. I will have a dad. I will have a brother. We will have a dog, you know, picket fence, whatever. And I so vividly remember having packed bags and just ready to be reclaimed in a sense. Now, again, like I said, my mother was very much around. I saw her all the time. Um, but we did live in separate households. And I that that experience of waiting to be reclaimed and waiting to uh, feel the significance of my existence um, and that validation from my mother and um, the validation of having a father, that was really this this moment in my life where I can, I can remember viscerally the disappointment of realizing that that was not going to happen. And of course, as an adult now, I can, you know, appreciate all the different intricacies that kind of went into that adult decision to allow me to remain with my grandparents and my mother with her new family, with her new husband and new baby, and I would remain with my grandparents. And so as I embarked on a more spiritual journey over the last few years, I decided that it was important for me to reclaim myself, to pick my own self up, to drive up to the the image, the memory of the home that I lived in and to walk in the doors of that home and gather the the packed bags of that little six, seven-year-old girl who was waiting for someone to claim her and to belong. Um, And so at that time, um, the name August came to me, which is also the month of my birth. And August is the eighth month of the year. There are eight limbs of yoga. And uh, the definition of the word August, um, from which August is derived, is to be highly respected and revered. Um, And so I really embraced that and it felt like the proper um, naming of the new chapter of my life and identity. So that is where that came from. And a little bit more about me, which might bore you a little bit to tears, um, but, you know, did lots of schooling, lots of learning, lots of degrees, lots of certifications, yada, yada, yada. I worked in um, marketing for a very long time. 
and did the corporate thing and did the nonprofit thing and got a master's degree and checked all the boxes and was a very good girl and got the good grades and came to a place in my life where I was facing difficulty that did not feel aligned with the cause and effect that I had come to imagine for life. Like you're good, you know, life is good. You're kind to people, people are kind. <laughs> you work hard, you make money. Like the, the very cause and effect um, experience that I had had up until the point where um, I just didn't experience that anymore. I was going through some very difficult things in a relationship and um, that relationship was, you know, we were kind of off and on for a little while. Um, I got pregnant with my sweet little boy who will be eight years old in a couple months at the time of this recording. And um, when he was very small, I, well, let's back it up a little bit. When I became pregnant, I became so, so clearly um, aware of how little I understood about my body. Like I really hadn't thought a whole lot about what happens to your body once you get pregnant. It was like, oh, wow. So I'm pregnant and now my body's doing this. Now my mind is doing this. Now I'm feeling a different kind of resonance in my spirit. Now I'm feeling a different kind of call on my life. I'd never even considered before that moment what it would look like to not work in a traditional job or to, you know, at that time I was considering um, preparing for a PhD program after I had finished my master's program. And when I became a mother, I was so aware of the deep and overwhelming awakening <laughs> that occurred for me personally. Now, everyone has their own experience of birth. But in my birthing experience, it was it was a, it was a spiritual experience. I heard sounds and voices and saw things and visualized my life in a different way. And when my son arrived, I heard a very clear call and a very clear urgency to do my life differently. And so, you know, that was not, you know, the moment where things like life just became so easy and things weren't difficult. Um, but it was a moment that really defined how I processed the way life was happening. And I no longer saw life as something that was happening to me, but I saw it as an opportunity to show up in the way that I wanted. So long story less long, I was a single mother for a short period of time. My partner and I had to do a lot of work on ourselves, um, lots of therapy, lots of self-discovery, um, lots of rebuilding of friendship and trust and all kinds of things um, uh, before we could eventually reconnect um, a few years later. And we are, at the time of this recording, we are living together in a beautiful home in the suburbs of Virginia, um, not far from where I have my family close by. So all of this to say, that whole collaboration of experiences and story is what brought me to wanting to share 
um, my own insights, the wisdom that I have gathered professionally as a yoga teacher, as a doula, as a childbirth educator, as a um, psychotherapy uh, practitioner hopeful. I was in school to be uh, to be a psychotherapist. And um, for many reasons, that didn't pan out. But the education and the learning of that and a subsequent seven years of study of developmental psychology and um, Jungian uh, theologies and theories. And I found that through my work with clients, there was so much that was said and gained from the external processing that happens when you are in live engagement with someone, when you are having real-time conversations and coaching sessions and connecting with people. There is more that happens that is hard to convey from, you know, overthinking and typing out your thing in a blog or a letter or whatever. And so it's my intention to not do a whole lot of editing of these episodes. I really want, you know, to respect the fact that we all know that we're human, you know, unless something really egregious or crazy is happening over here in the recording space and time. I really want to bring you in as if you are sitting right here, a part of these conversations. So what are we going to talk about? Lots of things. Um, we're going to talk about body, movement, health, work, <laughs> all the things that really impact the soul of who we are um, and those moments that call us to really connect with who we are and invite us to stay with our feeling, with our own intuition as opposed to straying or being lured by the temptation of what someone else thinks is better for us when they themselves have not quite mastered who they are. So that's what stay is about. Stay is about staying with yourself, staying with your intuition, staying with that deep call that is within you that I believe is the voice of God, the divine, the universe, whatever you would like to attribute to that deep call, that voice, that whisper that feels so present, but is so deeply rooted within you. So I'm excited. I'm excited to move forward in this. I'm excited to show up for you. I'm excited to hear about your own stories and to invite many of you listening onto the podcast so that we can have conversations about your life and your experiences and your motherhood and your work and your relationships and to what degree you have learned how to stay with yourself more intentionally. And in doing so, I also want you to be able to gain some some great tips and tools from people that are incredible at what they do and also to share everything that's in my head (laughs) with the hopes that it will also serve you as much as it serves me and my clients and my community. So I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to stay. 